back into the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host, Oddball. F.A. and Dubs are on vacation. They will be back again on Monday. So tonight we get to enjoy another Tommy Bateman segment. Being a trend here. And this one, Tommy's at it again. He's lying and he's making stuff up. But instead of creating a fake girlfriend, he's creating a fake commercial. Apparently Tommy was supposed to uh, assist... Rob Spiewak at a big game party, and notice he's supposed to assist Rob. But Tommy seems to think he's the star of the event. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Well, let's see how this one goes for our good friend Tommy. WJFK's. Rob Spiewak of WJFK's God and Mike show this Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the ESPN Zone in Washington, D.C. He'll be there to pick off the big game party. And while there, enter to win a fantasy day to the 2004 home opener of our area's football team. I love Rob Spiewak. With new WJFK spokesmodel and hideout producer, Tommy Bateman. Tommy Bateman. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Serial killer. You don't shut your f***ing mouth. I will kill you. Woman eater. Tommy Bateman. It's an hour before the show, and he's running around the JFK compound with his goddamn Karate Kid uniform on. Tommy Bateman. Here is psychosis only on LFA's hideouts or in his basement. When are we going to stop the charade? <laughs> it is not your event. It is Rob Spiewak, the big game ESPN Zone, tomorrow. And you just had the fat bastard cut a tag for it. That's it. What are you talking about? <laughs> we got real commercial breaks we need to be playing, and you're messing around with the commercials? That's a real commercial. Play it again, dubs. Jesus. WJFK's timeout. Meet Rob Spiewak of WJFK's Dodd and Mike show this Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the ESPN Zone in Washington, D.C. He'll be there to pick off the big game party, and while there, enter to win a fantasy day to the 2004 home opener of our area's football team. I love Rob Spiewak. New WJFK spokesmodel and hideout producer, Tommy Bateman. That's, all right, wait a second. That obviously was not our voice guy. That was not Rob. That was Rob the whole time. That was Matt Albert. How was it Matt Albert? He's been in here the whole time. What, is, what are you doing? First you lied last week about your girlfriend. She's real. What are you talking about? And brought her in. Calm down. <laughs> and now you're manipulating the commercials at WJFK to include yourself when you're nothing more than a promotions bitch handing out all of Rob's <laughs> prizes. I wouldn't go that far calling Rob that. <laughs> I, I am obviously the star, judging by that commercial. <laughs> Thank you, Punani. Oh, my gee. All right, so here's what happened. Last, it's something that's been going on with the last couple of weeks. We found out that our producer is a liar. By the way, I think uh, Rob will be handing out some prizes for me, including a 36-inch TV and two recliners also. That's at my gig, you dick. No, I believe it's at <laughs> mine, too. <laughs> what? It's not yours. <laughs> it's not your gig. It is Rob Spiewags of the Dot Mike Show. Call it what you will. But... At the ESPN Zone. And, and, and Dubs is going to be at uh, Nathan Buster's. Everybody go to ESPN Zone tomorrow, 5 to 7. Stop it all. Already, I'll be signing autographs afterwards. Speaking of signing autographs, Dubs, uh, myself, and uh, stuttering John the Howard Stern show all getting together again on pals for the singles in the city party. Singles in the city. I'm sure I wonder how he looks now. It's been how many years? 
It's been forever since I've seen John. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was still doing the stuff on the street the last time I saw him. Yeah. Uh, good old uh, Johnny boy. But we're looking forward to that. Do you guys think you could get me an autograph of stuttering John? <sighs> Why would you want that? You're part of the team now. You don't want his autograph. I was spoken front of you, actually. Oh. Yeah, we will be signing autographs this <laughs> week. I'll probably be hired to do that since I'm also the new male spokesmodel of the station. <laughs> um, Matt Albert over there, he's practically a plus-size model. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that. That was his line, actually. He's dancing in the corner, so you're, ha you're having no effect from the three X relaxed. No, I'm thinking he's. I think he's in on this with somebody. I'm, I he seems like he's holding it right now. No. I, he's squirming like nothing I've ever I'm seen. I'm waiting to keep the pressure off my leg. By the way, <laughs> by the way, that's what I have to do. Donnie yeah. is on the clock. Donnie is on the clock as we're uh, looking to give away. We just talked about some of those singles in the city. Uh, tickets, precious tickets for you and a, another bud, speed dating and that kind of stuff, and that's how you can win with uh, the Bowel Bowl, and that's part of what we're doing with Matt Hour. Um, so here it is with Bateman. We found out two weeks ago that he had a girlfriend, allegedly. He brings her in last weekend. They make out with each other. They grab each other's asses. They dance with each other. She leaves, and he tells us, hey, um, I'd like you guys to meet the girl playing my girlfriend. I remember all of that except for that last part that you jealous bastards have made up. So, as it turns out, we know she's not your chick. She... All right. Why did she not come out with us last night? In fact, here it was. Dubs and his chick, myself and my chick, Lefty, was sitting in <laughs> on the show, and uh, Bateman all get together. We're at the Capital City Brewery downtown, um, and you said, yeah, Ashley's going to come out. She's going to come hang with us. What happened? Well, first of all, she had to work today early. How do you even know this? Can you even believe any of what he's no, talking about? No, no. Is it worth even spending time with it, him? It's like he didn't have enough money to pony up to get her to come out again. You know? <laughs> she was out with another client. That's what it was, exactly. Yeah. Plus, the way you were talking about Lefty before he came, I was kind of concerned that he would try and steal her away. What, is he not practically a male model? I don't know. The way you were talking about him, like, he's going to try and take her. He's like that. He'll backstab you. Once you oh, leave the come table. On. Wait, no. Liar. I know he's lying. You're lying. I know he's lying. Here's the, situ here's the situation. I know, I, know that, uh, I know that Lefty bangs a lot of chicks. You know what I was hoping? I'll be perfectly honest. I was hoping... Because to me, it's one of those situations where you found a very hot chick from high school. You figured out a way to worm your way back into her life by saying, hey, I got a radio show. You want to come on and pretend radio to be my friend. girlfriend? So that happens, and now you're calling her. You're trying, you're maybe going out with her. Now I'm thinking the best thing would be she comes out with us last night at Capital City Brewery, and left you comes into town and bangs her. And, not, and I'm talking uh, underneath the table at the Capital City Brewery. That's what I was looking for. I like to. public places. And you're lucky she didn't show up. It's one of those situations. You're just bitter because he banged your ex-wife, and that's what broke it up. Where are we going tonight? I don't know where I'm I don't know. Um, where are the chicks at around here? That's a great Seriously, I've been in town now for over 24 hours. I've seen three hot chicks. Bateman's Basement. Three hot chicks. He came. That's at least where their torsos are. We don't know where the rest of them are. <laughs> It's something that I always bring up, and I always like to ask my friends who I'm in, you know, here in town with. Do you prefer a Maryland chick, a D.C. proper chick, or a Northern Virginia girl? Oh, I don't know, but I'll prefer the chicks that will be at my show tomorrow from 5 to 7 at ESPN Zone. Shut up. This is not about a shameless plug. And it's Rob's gig. It is not your gig. Um, another situation, it's so funny, though, with this whole Bateman thing. It kind of it triggered something. Do you remember in high school... 
like <laughs> making up the girlfriend. Now, I no don't remember. Has, in high no one has ever gone as far as Bateman has of paying some hooker. I paid no one to kiss her and grab her ass. But you know, whenever you're sitting there in high school, it, mainly it's like in middle school. You're like sixth, seventh grade, and everybody's just starting to hook up. Yeah, it's more middle school. Thing, and so yeah. then you finally have that slumber party, and everybody's hanging out, talking about their chicks, and they're like, "Hey." uh... You know, hey, you know, Justin, where's your girl? And you're like, oh, uh, yeah, she doesn't go to this school. <laughs> I think she uh, she goes to somewhere in Owen Howell. She's in seventh grade. She's an older girl. <laughs> How'd you meet her? Well, uh, you know, my 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 mom had a birthday party for her friend, and it was my friend's uh, mom's daughter. Can we call her? Let's prank call her. No, no. Uh, her parents get really mad at that. <laughs> you know, we were all going to go to the skating rink next week. Do you want to go? I would love to, but she's going to be in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those situations. Did you ever make up a girlfriend? I mean, I mean obviously, it sounds like no. you had it. No, I, actually, I, I remember my, my one friend, BJ, Bikers BJ. Our he sports did, analyst who's missing in action. He did that. Like for the longest time, like just a different girl every three months, he'd make up. No, I thought she, I thought she went to Weberville. No, this is a new one. <laughs> this one goes to Howell. And these are all different small towns. Yeah, small towns around my small town of Fowlerville in Michigan. Yeah. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. You know, I've seen this now too, where. I mean, again, Bateman paid a whore to come in here. And I, I paid no one, and don't talk about my woman that way. And I wonder how much it costs. You're a John. But what I do wonder is, you see this online now, where you can go to eBay. I bet if you went to eBay right now and looked up, like, typed in girlfriend, you, you would find, you you'd find. Porta pen. There are <laughs> chicks who are on there who are, be, who are willing to act like your girlfriend, like they'll send you emails. Um, they'll be that girl from out of town for you. I mean, you guys can develop a story together, and that way you don't look like the complete sad sack that you more than likely are. Has life just turned like into WWE, where you can just create a whole storyline for yourself and everything, try to have people believe it? That's what the show is, yeah. yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> and for some of us, Bateman, it seems to uh, bleed over I have into the real life. Into the real world. Why do you insist on trying to make me angry? So, what about you, Lefty? I bet you never were the kind of dude well, where you had to make up. I never life. did because I truly was so pathetic in junior high and high school that nobody would have believed it. And you know what? Lefty's the perfect example of the gangly, loser. Yeah. Oh, I was. You have no idea. Everybody make fun of him, you know, type of person in middle nope. school and high school, who when they get out, they blossom into, you know, what. same thing with chicks. They took college and beer. And sometimes you even see, like, girls in high school, you know, when you went to high school with, you are like, there's something off about her right now, but you know you go back to the reunion and she's the one that's the supermodel. Like you always hear about the supermodels, they ask, "Were you cheerleaders?" And like, no, I was a nerd. I was always picked on. I had greasy, ratty hair. I don't really believe that most of the time, though. I really do. I think it's yeah. one of those situations. I was awkward, like Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matt Albert. <laughs> you bloomed the man to 482 pounds after you that ballooned. Period. You didn't balloon. <laughs> How dare you? So anyway, that was just I just wanted to you know going through with um, with uh, Bateman here and him making up his his old girlfriend situation. I just thought that was always funny where you make up that chick in the, you know in high school. Now, did you ever date other girls? Uh, go handle the phones if you would, Bateman, please, sir. <laughs> I mean, did you ever date chicks from other schools when you were in high school? I did one time. Was, this was like junior high for all of like two weeks, and uh, nothing. It didn't work out. My my favorite thing in high school was 
you have a chick at your school, and then you're working chicks from other area high schools. You know, because it's high school, you're not looking to marry any of them or, you know, whatever that case is. And so you're working chicks. I think it even works now. I mean, it's like, when you think about it, like people like pilots and basketball players, well, they'll have the one steady one at home, oh, yeah. but they travel and in different cities, they got different chicks in the different places they go. That's kind of that mentality. And I'd be that dude if I wasn't stuck in one place and doing one show. Well, the thing is, like in uh, in schools now, they're getting so big. You could probably bang another girl in like a different grade and probably get away with, with it. Did you ever? Uh, were you ever in that situation where you're dating two chicks at the same no, time? Not in, not in high school. I was. I mean, I just period. Big, have dating? you ever? Have you ever dated two chicks at the same time? Dated? No. All right. Did you ever bang two chicks at the same time? Once. Did you really? Yeah. That's unfair. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's as cool as it truly is. It's not all it's cracked up to be. The threesome is yeah, it's why? not. Why? Why? Because there's just so much going on. Yes. Yeah. There. You know. You got four boobs. You got two. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on. That's, that's kind of the, the th thrill. It is. You're right. And that's what's cool about it. But at the same time, then all these thoughts start going through your head. Like, where does it go when I'm done? What? <laughs> In the shower. <laughs> Pick a forehead. I don't know. know. It's just. Ah, it, it's just too much going on. Look at Matt Albert stewing right now. I don't like you. you <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give you some lessons. I got a thesis. I don't know what. Uh, we could have some lessons. Back you want, Matt Albert? I was, you're bitching about this. I'm not but complaining I'm, about it. That's the thing. I'm not complaining about that. I'm not complaining about that. All right, that. calm I ain't down. Crap over here. <laughs> I, I am getting crap, but I'm not getting that kind of. I'll give you some phone numbers much. before I leave. That's amazing. So it was all, it was overload in a sense to be a little bit. I would do it again. Not that I wouldn't do it again, but it was an awful lot going on. I think it was one of those things where since it was the first time that it ever happened, it was just an awful lot going on, you know. But once now, I think it would be a, the epitome of fun. My basically. thing is the only thing that I would worry about is not pleasuring either either one of them because yeah, that, that's a concern. Though I always take pride in that. But that's why they're there with each other because when you think about it, they don't even expect you. I would think there's even a mentality in the chick's part where she's not thinking yeah, that I'm he's kidding. going to last long. Well, so that's why I brought right. the girl in so we can take care of each other in the corner while he's already rolled over and fallen asleep once he's finished. But I know there's that. You're not going to fall asleep when that's going on. But at the same time, too, as a man, you got to think to yourself, wow, I want to be able to last at least yeah. you know, five to seven minutes. Oh, yeah. How long did you go when you were with two chicks? It went on for about 20 minutes or so. Did you finish? No. What? Why? I didn't finish because I just didn't know what to do with it. Mo. Yeah? <laughs> what do you mean? So wait a second. You don't know where you're going to complete, so you just decide you're not going to. Pretty much. I say it doesn't count. All right. It doesn't count. That's if you don't, fine. If don't you, count it. <laughs> I could care less. If you don't complete, I don't think it counts. That's ridiculous. You're an idiot. In fact, I did. Well, whatever. We had this. We had this conversation. I did finish though, like in the next 15 minutes, because one of them was my girlfriend, so the other one left, and then I finished. All right, then that does count. Because my whole thing with Dubs for a very long time, or you know, we had we had these people who were looking to you know have sex, much like Matt Albert. If Matt Albert goes and has sex with somebody yeah. for the first time, and he doesn't complete, to me. He hasn't had sex. Exactly. Because he did not finish. It, it doesn't matter if you break the plane. You got you to finish, <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> um, <laughs> so, the plane. Somehow you have a way, Dubs, to put it in layman's terms so beautifully. Yeah. I know. That the rest of us. <laughs> I am a layman. <laughs> that the rest of us have problems understanding. Kelly, welcome into the hideout. Hey guys, um, love your show, Hefe. Wow, thank you. Sounds Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, listen yeah. about the hot chicks in Northern Virginia. Yes. There are basically two kinds, and I know where you can find them. Okay. Um, well, if you're K Street, looking, uh, is that where you're at? <laughs> no. Okay. If you're looking, like, say, around Alexandria or Crystal City, Arlington, that area, you'll find the more educated, ultra well-groomed. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, but if you're looking for, like, the, like, low-rider magazine chicks, you'll find them down in Prince William County. <laughs> which, which one are you? You're the first one, aren't you? Yeah, which one are you, Kelly? Well, I'm married, so it doesn't count. I'm sorry. Sure. But I'm down in Prince William. <laughs> so you're a little low riding, though, huh? <laughs> you skanky, hey, eh? There's nothing wrong with that. No, don't hate. No, I don't hate at all. Trust me. I wish you were my wife. Tony, I'm sorry. Oh, she was a whore. <laughs> all right. Um, now, okay, so it's one of those situations where, you know, and really when you think about it, you got, you know, your Maryland chick, your... You know, your D.C. Yeah. proper chick and then your Northern Virginia chick. And I do like to go for the more educated ones because you need somebody yeah. in a relationship who's smart. They don't put out as much, but, yeah, if that's what you want, then kind of stick to Alexandria, Arlington. Hey, where's a good place to go tonight? Because, I mean, we're, our, our buddy is here, Lefty. I mean, we're all looking to yeah, go well, out. Tell him to go, tell him to go down to, like, um, Fredericksburg, Shooters. Fredericksburg. Yeah, we're not going to Fredericksburg. Shooters, Virginia. <laughs> Shooters. That seems like some place where you get like a dirty well drink it's, or something. Yeah. We want something classy. Cool. We just it's talked about one classy cool. chicks. Hey, Kelly, thank you for the call, baby. All right. Bye-bye. Dubs, I know you wanted to rip into her so yeah, bad. Yeah. Can you just be nice for once? Well, that, I just get pissed with people. Hey, Hefe, great show. Huh? I hate when people just go, hey, Hefe, great show. Oh, wow. Where's Dubs at? We yeah. got issues with that. In fact, that happens in the halls here. We walk around really? the halls here at JFK, and like Shondell, one of the sales chicks, was like, Hefe, listen to your show, great show. And Dubs is standing right next to me. Uh, he's like, uh, he's like, what about me? And she's like, what about you? And I'm glad she realizes. That's brutal. That's mean. No, it's because he's plastered his name all over this yeah. goddamn show, so nobody <laughs> knows I'm on it anymore. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Who moved out here for the show? You can't even give me a little equal billing. Who got the show? Both of us. Actually, the three of us yeah. with Lefty, too. Who has changed the name to the hideout? I don't call it El Jefe's hideout anymore. But you call it for so long that it doesn't matter anymore. So what? You want for right. the next year for us to call it J-Dub's hideout so no. you can equal billing? No, no. Do you want us to change the name to El Jefe and J-Dub's on JFK? No, I never said that. Well, stop your bitching then. I'm what not you... stop my bitching. I like an old married couple going back and forth. Here's what we're going to do. It's the hideout featuring J-Dub's. No El Jefe to be mentioned. No. In fact, what about this? You go to singlesinthecity.net, we're giving away these tickets. My name isn't on there because I'll be there signing stuff. No, Dubs is on there. See, Dubs and Stuttering John. Who's, who's really, whose event is it at the big game tomorrow in Dave and Buster's? It's yours. Who's You're getting, right, it is. Who's getting, the cash, <laughs> right. who's getting the cash for that? Me. You are. Where am I in all of this? I'm nowhere. I'm going to hang out with you as a friend. F you. <laughs> Hello? Did somebody talk about my big event tomorrow? No. <laughs> it's Rob Spiewak's event. Stop it already. <laughs> what do you think about our little dysfunctional family, Lefty? Show's come a long way since that live to tape, huh? It certainly has. We're going to take a very quick break. This is The Hideout. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs.
Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host, Oddball. Up next, we have a segment where Hefe decided he was going to eat fried chicken, shocker, over at Matt Albert's house with Matt and his family. Unfortunately, Matt lives out in the wilds of Frederick somewhere, and no one can seem to find the house. And then later on in the segment, Hefe raises the question, is it sad to eat at restaurants alone? Well, let's listen in to Hefe and Dubs along with Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com as they cut down Matt. Speaking of ass wipes... I went to Matt Albert's house. Why? I'm still trying to figure out. Dang it. So here's this, you know, I mean, he does a lot of stuff for the show. He'll write a couple bids. He's come in. We try to get him laid. 19 years old. Three... Uh, six foot three, four hundred fifty-seven pounds, nineteen-year-old virgin. Right? Yeah, that's the situation. Uh, he's a mess. And you know, Dubs, you were busy this last weekend. I didn't have anybody to hang out with, and I'm thinking, you know, why not do something different? Why not do something for the experience? Do you ever do things for the experience of it? No, I I used to. I got burned so many times because it usually sucked. That I stopped doing it just for the experience. I have something else there. Now, here's the thing. You and I used to go to a listener, a listener's house. Freaker yeah. is the name of maybe the greatest radio, radio tart or freak or whatever you want to call him. That was one of the very few that paid off very, very well. He was, he was a schizophrenic. He'd call every night to the show. This guy was just classy. He was funny. He knew how to play along with bits. I mean, the whole thing, just amazing. And so we would go to his place. We would go hang out with Freaker at his place. And going and hanging out at a schizophrenic's house, it can be fun. You know, it's a different kind of experience. And it was something that we'd do and we'd talk about, and so it was a good time. So I'm thinking maybe I can get the same kind of enjoyment out of Matt Albert. Mm-hmm. So I had no one to watch the football games with. And on this AOL for broadband instant messenger thing... Matt Albert and I are always chatting, and he kept telling me that his mom makes the greatest fried chicken. She makes great fried chicken, and I love fried chicken. I consider myself a fried chicken connoisseur. So I was like, I gotta, t- I gotta try this. I gotta see what's going on with this. So I, I'm like, you know what? It's a Sunday afternoon. I got nothing to do. I'm gonna go to Matt Albert's place, and I'm gonna hang out with him and his mom's. So was the fried chicken real bad then? And it was that gonna, was that the problem? And it was going to be a, a little Matt Albert family reunion. So first of all, I, I had reservations about going, but I said I'm going to make the drive. I'm going to go from Silver Spring to Frederick, Maryland, to hang out with a big fat listener who I talk to all the time on the AOL for uh, AOL for broadband instant messenger. Hey, fat boy. Hey, bitch. All right. So I drive 45 minutes up to Matt Albert's place. I get up there, I'm using like some sort of you know directions that I found online or something like that, and I finally get to Frederick, and I'm driving around, and I get to his little subdivision. Mm-hmm. I should have been tipped off from the very first moment that I pulled into the subdivision, J-Dub. Was it too nice? <laughs> no. In fact, it was, it was mediocre. Oh, F you. But there was a guy who was walking around in the middle of the street, wandering the main street... With a case of natural light ice. Like, That's glassy. Like bobbing and weaving in the middle of the street, acting like he's going to dodge oncoming traffic. That was my Uncle Buck. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, this is an experience. This should be fun. 
And so then I'm driving around looking for this address, uh, for this street, if you will, and there's no, there's no street sign. There's no street sign to be found. I'm like, okay, this is odd, but there are only so many streets I can turn on. So I see a whole bunch of little kids, and I'm like, hey, where is so-and-so street? Uh, you know, I'm looking for this. And they're like, oh, it's the next one over. I'm like, okay. So I go in, and I turn onto that street, and there's no address. The address that is given to me, it's um, a certain address. Let's just make it up and say it was like 613. And on that street, there is no 613. I'm like, what the hell? Are you sure this is the right street? And they're like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, hmm. So then I asked him. You didn't, you didn't have his phone number? That's the thing. This fat punk is afraid to give us his phone number. But he'll let you over. He's given it to you if you ask. He's a, no, we've asked for your phone number before, and you refused to give it to us. Are you afraid of us prank calling, calling and hitting on your sister or your mom? What was the problem? I know Tommy's asked you for the number before in case we need to get a hold of you. I had a problem with the plastic. I didn't want to... Anything else that happened? You were afraid we were going to give it to the fat, to the fat Fothic. Yeah, and I gave it to the Fothic anyway, and uh, that was bad news. And so, and then here's the other thing. So I blame him on one hand because he doesn't give me his phone number. So I can't call him and say, hey, where the hell is your house, you fat bastard? I mean, I'm looking for signs of Matt Albert's house. Like a trail of M&Ms, <laughs> you know, or some sign that says "Fat Boy Lives Here," or or a special set of steps. Yeah, it's like a really big a door. ramp. You know what I mean? Reinforced steps. Or like you know, like um, the the crevices or the potholes right in front of the sidewalk where he would walk a lot. You know, normal things that you would see if you saw in a morbidly obese 19-year-old and where they lived. I couldn't see any of these signs though, so I continue to walk around. And then I'm pissed because I called Tommy, our alleged producer, about 17 times saying, please, where are you? You know, I got to talk to you. I need to find Matt Albert. Can you see if he's on IM, Instant Messenger, or anything? And I could never find him. So as it turns out, I, um, I drove around for a second. And the street over to his had the correct address. But I asked the kids, I was like, is this so-and-so court? And they were like, no, the next one over is. I was like, that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch set me up to drive 45 effing minutes for nothing. I so, would do that. So now I call J-Dubs. I call J-Dubs, and I left J-Dubs a voicemail, and, and here it is for you. Next message from received January 18th at 2.30 p.m. That fat Matt Albert. I'm in Frederick, Maryland right now. I f***ing spent 40 minutes driving up here, and his f***ing address doesn't even exist. I'm f***ing at this place where he allegedly lives. I'm tempted to give his f***ing address out. Well, it doesn't matter. There's no such place. There's no such place as the address that he gave me. That fat I wasted an entire goddamn afternoon to come and eat fried chicken with his fat ass. <laughs> Jesus. Call me. I'm looking for somewhere to go to watch the goddamn football games. Fat. I'm done with him. Done with him. To send a reply message, press 2. To erase, press 7. To save, press 9. Message saved. Mind you, I drove around that subdivision. No kidding. Like, after the 45 minutes it took me to get to Frederick, I drove around the subdivision for 20 minutes trying to find this fat 
Be ready to dump. Okay. I could hit the F word at any moment. You fat. Huh? Matt, where are you calling from? What's with your phone? I don't know. Did you eat the other one? Is it one of those where it's like the M&M you could take off the top and talk with the M&M's head? And you thought it was real in a it's dream actually, and you swallowed it? It's actually in the stomach right now, but you can hear it. All right, so there it is. And then now, I, wanna, I got a complaint with you, Dubs. Yeah. So I call you, 245. I'm driving back from Frederick, Maryland. And then, let's see, I don't know, it was 245 I called you. Here's Dubs' return voicemail. Next message. Received January 18th at 5.45 p.m. Yeah, I hate to tell you, I told you so, but Jesus Christ, man, sorry, I just got your message. Give me a call back later. To send a what kind of a friend are you? What? No consoling? No. Because I, I told you so. I warned you. I warned you. I said, you can come over and watch the games at my place. You do not have to stoop this low. <laughs> and I hate that you called me three hours later. Do you hear that? I just got your message. I apologize for it on the voicemail. Three hours later, what kind of a friend are you? I was a friend that didn't have his phone on him at the moment. You got to realize, dude. At that point, I was at the lowest of the low. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell you, you hit the bottom of the barrel. I had driven forty-five minutes to eat fried chicken with a nineteen-year-old virgin listener. He punked me and gave me the wrong address. I didn't. I spent an hour and a half driving around, and so I had to drive forty-five minutes. The, the drive of shame from Frederick back to Silver Spring. Why didn't you ask the kids where the uh, morbidly obese guy lived? I, well, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to say, hey, where's the real fat kid live? <laughs> they, you know they know. You knew they would have. They would have known. You could have been eating fried chicken and fried chicken. <sighs> you don't feel guilty about this at all, dude, that you punked me. I, I, I gave you the right address. I just didn't tell you how tricky it was to find my house. See, I don't think you really wanted me to come over. I did. And can you imagine how uncomfortable that would have been? Yeah. Me sitting around like, hey. Hmm. Hey, your son's really fat. <laughs> and he's a virgin. <laughs> when do we get to eat M&M's? I had Jake over and on and everything. You could have talked to Jay in person. And then I, now, and then I feel guilty because I couldn't find the place because I turned out it really was somewhere around there. I'm like, God, oh, Jesus, this mom spent all week cleaning the house. And she cooked for me. And if there's anything, Dubs, I don't like it when, like, moms hate me. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, I was a dick. You know, growing up, I was always a dick, but I was always very respectful for the parents and never wanted the parents to be pissed at me. Oh, yeah. If you, if you were mad at me, I don't give a damn. You're my equal. But I don't like, you know, people that are older uh, getting pissed off at me. This comes at us in the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. Um, Hefe, so you went to a fat loser's house, and you were disappointed because he was a fat loser. Who was that? And um, that comes from uh, our, our our good buddy YV. And I gotta say, yeah, I guess that's the way it is. So Matt Albert, I'd like to say this: we banished you before because you refused to get laid with the fat gothic girl. Refuse? She refused me. <laughs> You're on another three-week banishment. Actually, a month. You're banished for a month. No calls, no contact with the hideout, unless. You bring us your mother's fried chicken. If you come in with fried chicken in hand, on your below it won't make it all the way out here. On your gelatinous knees, saying, "I apologize, may I earn my hideout pass back?" You, you know it's gonna be extra crispy all over his mouth. We aren't gonna get any of it. It'll be a whole bunch of grease. Mate, now we got your cousin Jay. Jay, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, bro? Oh, uh, you got lost. I got, I got lost. He didn't tell me. 
the, the address that he gave me, I went to that street, which, by the way, was missing a street sign, and I had to ask the degenerates that lived in the neighborhood if that was the correct street. They said that there was no, you know, that was the street, and there was no correct street number for that. Holy Jesus. Exactly. I got punked. I got punked by a 19-year-old virgin. Hello, I am your favorite radio host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you got to come over. Well, you, you got to do it next time. Come to my house. My house is a lot easier to find. You can feel safe, and you know you don't have a, a parent around. Uh, you know it's you can talk to you want. My house. Yeah, but do you make fried chicken? That was the whole point of the excursion. Oh, I'm glad you didn't come because I got to eat. Take some. All right, all right. Thank you. You're banned too. <laughs> it was good fried chicken. I Shut up. I don't want to hear from you for a friend. month. Bye. We need fried chicken. A month. <laughs> Oh, but you guys got to love Matt Albert. I mean, come on. You, you know? don't have to do anything. I hit, dude, I seriously am so, all right, hold on a second. I think it's sadder, all right? So never mind the fact that I'm on the drive of shame back from Frederick to Silver Spring. I'm like, Jesus, Doves isn't getting back to me. I got to eat. You know you can come over to my house anytime. You don't need me to call you. I'm out and about. I don't know what you and your chick and your little queer cat are doing. I'm not interested in getting involved in that unless I'm invited. Plus, I never really feel comfortable over there anyway. Why? I don't want to talk about it now. So, I'm I'm like, it's the yeah. lowest of the low. More room for me. Lowest of the low. And what do I decide to do? I'm going to go ahead and go eat by myself. Now, to me, this is sad as it is. And I don't know, maybe we can get a little, uh, you know, hand, show of hands. But whenever you're out to eat and you see someone eating alone, oh, yeah. don't you feel bad for them? I don't feel bad for them. I'm always looking at them just to see if anybody's joining them. You, you'd never want to be that person. I wouldn't think you'd want to. I mean, so do you ever eat alone, Doves? No, never. Jason? I have on occasion. I usually try to bring something to read so that it looks like I'm doing you something know, and maybe waiting for somebody. You know, actually, if I ever do go to eat alone, I will go to, like, a fast food place. And actually pick it up through the window and eat out in the parking lot by myself. I do that all the time. Yeah. Now, what is, is there is there is there really a true shame yeah. in eating by yourself? Big time. Does anybody in here do it? Does anyone that is here hanging out in the hideout eat by themselves? Do you, Punani, uh, step up to the mic. For some reason, it doesn't surprise me you eat by yourself. Well, I mean, it's just my thing. Because most people that eat by themselves tend to look like you, older, middle-aged, little heavy. Well, I mean, hey, I enjoy it. It's my quiet time. Once a week, I treat myself at my favorite little Japanese or Chinese buffet place. And that's the I got, Wow, that's one thing. i got to take you guys out, man. It's right down the road here. So, Which one is it? Is the one right over here by... No, uh, no, it's, it's down towards the, the hospital, but, man, it's great. They have okay. crab legs? No. Nah. What is this? Oh, what is this? Um, food talk? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking but, of... Uh, getting talk, back what? to the thing, I mean, no, nah, but... It, I was a tech talk. Oh, tech talk? Hmm? I uh, hosted tech talk this morning for Cameron Gray. The greatest tech talk ever. I believe you. I'd have to say that. It went very, very well. Just like uh, up until Rob took over when I sat in on the wedding show. That was the greatest wedding show ever. But getting back to the food thing, I mean, I, I do it once a week, and I go to the same place. They know me so well. They know I don't even have to order. They, they know I want my Diet Pepsi. And they know that... I mean, going over I want, hey, what are you getting a Diet Pepsi for? It's defeating the purpose. I'm just like, no, they, I know. Serve carbs on the drinks so that you can maximize them at the buffet. That's right. And they got good tofu there. Anyways, but... Water. I mean, but... You, you bring you bring you bring the reading material and you hang out and it is sad because after about ten minutes you're like going what the hell am I doing Matt welcome to the hideout you there Matt oh yeah hey hey yeah hey but by the way I love your show thanks brother hey no I I actually eat out alone all the time I actually love it I'm married I have twin daughters and it's like the only free time I have and usually I drive about an hour each way to work and 
If I allocate some extra time before then, that's that's when I have time to myself. Now that is a good reason to eat alone. You don't want to. You gonna you got a house full of three chicks back. All right, you want to. Do you ever feel bad when people look at you like, oh, that poor dude, he's probably gonna go home alone. Little do they know you got three women waiting for your home at home. <laughs> uh, uh, no, actually, I don't. It it used to bother me, and I agree with you. It does seem to bother you initially, but I've just gotten oblivious to it, to be quite honest. Good for you, man. I'm so, and that's that's the other thing. How egotistical am I that I'm thinking everybody in this place where I'm eating is looking at me and feeling sorry for me? Never mind the fact that they're probably eating and enjoying conversations. I'm thinking, wow, yeah, they convers must... conversations about you and being alone. Yeah, look at that alone, the fat alone dude uh, with the uh, with the dreadlocks. Thank you, Matt. Zach, welcome to the hideout. Hey guys, how's it going? What up, brother? Yeah, I mean, eating by yourself, it's, 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 stick to it. Always do it. You know, I'm a single guy. There's a reason why I do it. Uh, go to a place like, uh, you know, Maggiano's or something like the mall, something like that. Get a table near the bar. Scope out the ladies when they come in. You know, a lot of times you have two or three ladies come in just to talk amongst themselves. Have a little, you know. Yeah, usually they're a bunch of, like, secretaries or something. Exactly. But, you know, they're bored and, you know, you work as a secretary, you're bored. You know? Mm -hmm. and I'm a, look, young cute guy, stay, uh, you know, sitting that near them and just roll up and get a drink at the bar and just, you know, start the conversation. It's a great, yeah. Uh, uh, I would never even think of this. I'm thinking the whole time those chicks would never talk to me. I never map out a plan to say, hey, I'm going to go try to make a move. Have you ever hit? Uh, you, you girls like confidence and independence. Have you ever, uh, have you ever uh, struck gold with this? Always. No, always. I mean, of course, you get numbers, you go yeah. and and, like, you know, it doesn't work all the time, but it, it's an easy way to, you know, get to meet people and do it like that. Now, does something like this work at Subway, or do you got to go somewhere nice? Yeah, try somewhere nice. Chain restaurants like Fridays, Denigan. Somewhere with beer. Yeah, exactly. You just got to have the booze going somewhere. God, beer sounds great right but, now. But, hey, thanks, guys. Not All right, brother. Thanks, hey, man. Hey, side rep. All right, let it. 5,000. 5,000. And so that's the other thing, going back to this. You said you go to a buffet by yourself. That's what I decided to do. I went to the pizza buffet, CC's Pizza in Rockville. You got taken to there. It's time. awesome. It is. It's a great pizza buffet. CC's. We had it. It was. Uh, they had it down in Texas. I had it when I was in Grand Prairie, uh, out in Lubbock at Texas Tech. We'd always go there. Like five seventy-five, including the drink. I didn't go diet. I can ask Web because I knew I was gonna have pizza. I may as well enjoy the Dr Pepper that goes with it. But I'm um, sitting there alone, and that's the other move. Is I'm on the cell phone the whole time. So now I'm sitting there shouting into my cell phone while I'm eating so I don't look like I'm lonely sitting at the all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. You've actually made your situation worse because you're the ass that's in the restaurant talking on the cell phone really loud. Yeah, but it's, it's not a quiet place. You know what I mean? But you know what? I didn't even think about that. God damn you, Jason. Thanks a lot. Now I'm the ass who, look at him, he doesn't want to look lonely, so he's calling everybody in the world so he doesn't look like a sad sack. And here's the other thing, too. I walk into the, the CCs, and the game had just started, the football game, Colts and Pats. I'm like, hey, you're going to change it to the game, right? So I'm that asswipe. You know, it's not bad enough that these people are working, slaving over making pizzas. They got some fat dude that wants to watch the games. While, uh, while he's eating his buffet. While he's eating his buffet, talking on the phone. Thank you. God, I feel great about myself now. 800-636-1067. I wouldn't fire you. 202-432. I feel like an a-hole. 106. Thank you. All right. Um, here's what we should do, man. You think I should... look like a pretty big dick in there. What's that for? I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. Why would you say that to me? You realize the kind of day that I've had. No matter if we're having a good show or not, I realize it just hits me in an hour from now. You're driving me back to Silver Spring, and i got to go pick up my, my, my car that was stolen. Like an a-hole. <laughs> you see what kind of a friend he is?
You hear the voice? Same thing when I call him and tell him people are breaking into my house wearing my shirts. He laughs at me. <laughs> then I, 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 didn't, I didn't laugh until you said, and they're bringing them back. And then it's this situation. Uh, where is it? Hold on, let me put my glasses on and see if I can actually see what's going on. After my whole ordeal, what does he do? He calls me back with this. Next message. Received January 18th at 5.45 p.m. Dude, I hate to tell you, I told you so, but Jesus Christ, man, sorry, I just got your message. Give me a call back later. And it's not like you could just say, I'm sorry. Gee, I told you so. I did. Call me back. Not that you haven't driven round trip to Frederick and back. Why don't you drive to Alexandria as well? No, you, you don't have to drive anywhere. You didn't have to drive to Frederick. You didn't have to drive to my place. All right, let's take a break. Should have come back. Now you made me sad again, Dubs. You made me sad. Well, you were the a-hole. It's the hideout. Yeah, welcome back into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I'm your host, Oddball, kicking it old school for Tommy Bateman. And in this segment, Hefe is getting ready to go visit his family in Texas, and he starts describing his mom and the annoying things she did when she when he was growing up. And then later on, the subject turns to Dub's second favorite topic. And no, it's not gay stuff, but retards. Hefe, Dubs, and the listeners recall some of the special kids they went to school with. Yes, it's true. Hefe and Dubs are going to hell. Dubs, I'm so excited. I finally, after two years... I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going, going back to Texas. Woohoo. I haven't seen my family in what is maybe, I say two years almost. Yeah. I haven't, and especially like extended families, like grandmothers and grandfathers and stuff, I haven't seen in probably two years. I'm surprised. I'll tell you this, I'm very lucky too. I haven't lost a grandparent yet. Now, I've lost a step-grandparents. And to right me, when you fly in, now it's going to happen. To me, they don't Grandma, count. Grandma's dropping. Well, that's why i got to get home. Because I get these calls from my mom all the time. She's like, man, Walico's going to die soon. My mom calls me with the same stuff about my grandpa. Hey, uh, grandpa's got a lot of cancer going. No, he doesn't. You know what? The doctor says so, but I don't think he does. Let me tell you this. I remember there was a time... When I was a kid, that we would have to go to Mexico all the time because my great-grandmother was on her deathbed. And so it never failed. Every eight months, we were traveling down to Matamoros or wherever it was. This place was like 30 minutes inside. It wasn't even like it was on the border. It was like inside. You had to drive on dirt roads. And I swear, and not to say, not to bad mouth, because that's the way they live, it was dirt on the floor, like it was the dirt yeah. floor. It was, yeah, it was a little pueblo, and I it was like one it. of those old school basements. But that's what, that's what the whole house was. And my cousins hated me down in Mexico because here comes they call me white. They call me Weddle. You are no You're so white. Look at me, man. I'm tanning. You're tanning. When you know when you have to tan, you know you're white now. It's not my fault that my mother is fair skinned. Your mother's not fair-skinned. I don't know how you got so white. She's fair-skinned. She's your complexion. She no. Could, she could easily be your mother, except she's not fat enough. Oh, come on. Your mom's plenty fat enough. You know that. She really is. My mom's a behemoth. You know who my mom reminds me of? And I started calling her this, and she got pissed. Called her Roseanne. 
My mom, she has like that Roseanne attitude, too. Oh, does she? Yeah. She'll yeah, oh, you know what she does? She's a very big smart ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I know exactly where I got it. She's like, I got written up at work the other but day. But she's, she's funnier than you. I, I would say she's funnier than you. And you know what? You'd love her. You, I, I think you guys would really get along because she teaches special ed. <laughs> does she tell stories? Yes. My mother is a special ed teacher who tells stories. Maybe we should get her on the phone for a couple of stories. You know, uh, you know our friend Reamer? Mm-hmm. One of his friends that got really drunk and is uh, like a big racist and the, one of the biggest, you know, bigots of any, you know, he'll, he'll pick on anybody. Mm-hmm. He was teaching special ed for a summer, and you should have heard the stories he came back with. We should maybe try to get him on the phone. Really? Yeah. I feel bad, Not him, though. but Reamer. I feel bad, though. I mean, those people are supposed to be taking care of those kids. Exactly. That's, that's just a show if anybody has a disabled child. What you, what the the teachers might be saying about them when they when they go home and talk to their friends and have like a have a blooming onion and a margarita? What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, completely. What would you do if you had a special kid? Eat it. You know, it's just like you're in the wild. You know, a rat. He has a what? he has a, he has a, a baby with one leg. What? He eats it. I'm. Why are you I'm, being a shock jock? <laughs> I try to ask you a serious question. Related to education, and you're talking about eating it as if it was oh, the I th- wild. I thought you meant if, right when it came out, if I was raising it, um, I wouldn't send it to public schools. I know that much. You remember having like you only had like three real special kids in your school. Yeah, at least it was with me, and you don't know why they're in your school, unlike you know the rest of the kids that usually went to a special school. Mm-hmm. But they let like. They let, like a token three in, and they have uh, one teacher that walks around with them all day, pushes their uh, their chair around. And I remember the mean things used to happen to these kids. Like they'd be rolling down the hall, someone would throw a stick in their spokes or something like that. All right, that someone was you. Don't lie, that someone was you. I threw pencils, not sticks. Don't tell me you were the guy who's picking on I was the not. special ed kid. I was not. I had to feel better about myself. Leave me alone. Just because your mom was the janitor. Yeah. Your mom's office, the janitorial closet, was right next to the classroom, the boiler room, where all the special kids were. It, it was right next to the red carpet room. <laughs> and it's the funny. Red it, carpet room. Why is it, is it always like that? That's so true. You know, all the other rooms have, like, some other color carpet, like green in our school, and then just the one special light room had red carpet for some reason. Man, I feel bad. I feel it's bad. like, you know, you, you already feel bad enough. Why do I have to go into a room that looks totally different than anybody else's room? And it, you're in high school. Do you really need, like, the ABCs with A, Apple right next to it and all that kind of stuff? You know, like like you're a, in kindergarten. Yeah. And wh- you know what always sucked at my high school, too, was they would always make them go eat first. Like, they they couldn't eat with the rest of the, with the, rest of the class. They made them go to, go to lunch first. And it was always so weird because I usually had one of the classes where I was hall monitor or yeah. something, you know. And um, and so you would walk around and you'd see them all sitting together with the teacher standing right over them, you know, enjoying their hot their hot plate. What's up, Bateman? Didn't Dubs also uh, put something in some chick's um, spokes in her wheelchair so she couldn't move? See, that's We're... what I'm saying. Didn't you do that? No, it wasn't me. Yeah, you did. You it wasn't me. In the air. You actually, you did. I, I do remember that now. You put like a broomstick or something so she couldn't move. It wasn't me. Oh my god! I must have been talking to BJ or something at the time. 
<laughs> Thank, me. Thank you, babe. But here's the thing. I think you were talking about how the uh, special ed people got to go to lunch before. It was the same way in our school, but they got to go ahead five minutes before so they can get in line before all of us and get their food and everything. And I agree with it because there's one special kid who when when in uh, like in high school before they started doing the five minutes before thing, he would run to the lunch line like in like third grade. Remember when uh, when the bell used to go off in like third grade, you'd book down to the lunch line to be first in line. He would still do that up till his senior year. It was the funniest thing in the world. They got I think they started doing it earlier because people would trip him while he was running by him. So. I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The exact same thing happened at my school. There was one kid who would book through the through the high school running like a madman so he could be the first to get his taquitos and Doritos. Wow. I wonder if this is universal at every school. But didn't you do that in, like, third grade? When you were in, like, middle and elementary school? Didn't you? Uh, elementary school. Elementary school. Elementary school. Same thing. Didn't you used to uh, run to the lunch line? No. I know everybody in our school did. No, and the reason is is because I even knew then, I was even self-conscious then, that I can't be the fat kid running to the front of the line but, when it was time for school, when it was time for school lunch. But everybody did in our school. I mean, like, right when the bell rang, you'd be just, you had your foot on the line of the door just running, and it was a big buffalo herd just run right for that line. What was your favorite thing to eat in school? Favorite thing, uh... The Mexican pizza. And we had... we had What? Yeah. You had Taco Bell? No. It was, a, it was a, a school Mexican pizza. You know what? It was a generic one. How dare Fowlerville Schools, a place that probably doesn't have a single Mexican person, there was have one, a Mexican pizza? There was one Mexican person, uh, Ben Medina's. Oh, no. <laughs> he, would, he would stand at the, at the front of the lunch line on the Mexican aisle because there's a, there's a line for Mexican, a line for uh, like, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. And uh, he would stand in the Mexican part just uh, thanking everybody as he came to the line for supporting his culture. <laughs> what? Thank you for supporting my culture. I appreciate it. <laughs> what a sellout. You know what? He had to do that. And that, that poor cat, you, pro you guys probably called him Spick, didn't you? No. Actually, he was one of the more popular kids in school. Great guy. You never called him Spick? Not to his face. And that's what he does to me. Uh, Brandon, welcome into the hideout. What's up, boys? What up, brother? Hey, man, we uh, grew up with this neighborhood kid. He was a really nice guy, and actually, he's um, he grew out of being semi special, know, special, and um, really cool dude. Anyhow, um, every time he would wait in line, everybody say, "Hey, man, let's call him Mark." I don't even remember the guy's name, but Mark would do karate on on command. It was really cool, and he was like a oh, like a that, what's that cartoon character, the dog that did karate all the time, it looked just like him. You know what I'm talking about. From oh, it doesn't matter, but it was so cool, man. He would do it, and he and he would say, "Hey, go hit that kid," and um, he would do it. He would do everything. He was really strong too, man. It was amazing. <laughs> Wasn't that big? And he he it was really cool. And uh, we had the same thing at our school, but he would rap on command. And we, it, it was his name was Jimmy, so we called him Blimmy. Hey, Blimmy, throw us a rhyme, and he'd start rapping and everything. Rap about okay. some stupid stuff. Now, is, hold on, let me ask you guys: Is this wrong? Okay, go ahead. And he would also he was on the wrestling team too. So he oh, would, yeah. He would uh, be on the bus with us to go to wrestling meets, and one time, he he actually holds the uh, record for the uh, for the for the fastest pin, and. Uh, 
at this match, it was uh, Blemmy versus uh, Blemmy, uh, Evil Blemmy, because they looked exactly the same. It's like two retards. And they just lined up against each other and ran at each other. And whoever fell on top of each other won. It was the funniest thing you'd ever seen in your life. That's the worst. And it was so funny because he actually won a medal at that tournament. So he wore it as a necklace for the rest of the year, his, uh, his wrestling well, medal. Good for him. What? Real, fa real fast, send him out of here. Did, you know what else this guy would do? Uh, yeah, it was so cool. If you told him you know, say like a bad word, he would do it. It was amazing to say the N-word. Dirty Mexican. That's yeah. not cool. It is cool. Dirty Mexican is very cool. No. <laughs> Jesus. What is this? Do you not realize you're talking to El Jefe? El Jefe and J-Dubs. We don't put up with that. And why is it... You call me at home. I'll, I'll laugh all day long at that. And why is it that you always get them to do that kind of stuff? What? <laughs> to shout the, the curse words or the, or the racial slurs. Doing karate on command. You know how much fun that would have been? And you're, and what, and, but you know what? That is kind of cool, though. Like, is it, is it cool because it's like letting them do their thing? Because maybe he really is good at karate, and that's his thing. Well, yeah. That, your, I mean, that, your kid was a rapper yeah, I mean, and a wrestler. He's shafy. That's so funny. That's so inside. That's our buddy at WRIF. Who thinks he's a rapper, and uh, he he uh, manages Sabu in the AWWL. Yeah, exactly. AWWL.net. Um, but maybe it's good because they're doing they're doing their thing. But at your expense. Yeah. But they're still having fun. You know they're having fun and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Steve, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. What up, brother? That last caller is going to hell. I can't believe he just compared a a, hen, a handicapped person to Hong Kong Fooey the cartoon. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> if that's I what mean, the kid did, that's what he did. Yeah, but these kids are not there for... Their entertainment. That, that's the whole thing, though. Even the teachers, at least the, the ones that we know that teach special ed, they would come home and like just tell all these stories and be laughing their ass off the whole time. That is so oh, wrong. that is so sad. Yeah, I agree, man. That's really shady. I mean, I, I got kids. Your you mom's know. one of them. I know. I'm telling you, my mom is a horrible person. I'm not gonna lie, horrible and he, person. And and who was it that compared their mom to Roseanne? That was. <laughs> your mom should knock your head off. What? Dude, I'm just telling the truth, brother. What do you want me to do? Lie? Not a liar. I'm a lover. Toe Lou? Yeah. What's up, bro? Hey, man, I was just thinking about this. Uh, one kid, he wasn't special, but, uh, like, he spoke no English, so, like, we would, like, tell him to say certain words, and he would do it. What, was he foreign or what? Yeah, yeah. Well, those people aren't retarded. They're just foreign. They just don't know the language. Hey, it was just you funny. have to exploit whatever you can in high school. And is that is that? But you know what's so funny is that that's what we do in radio. Yeah. If we could find somebody like that, it would be gold. Mm -hmm. God damn, we need to get us a radio tard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Tolu. All right, later. What kind of name is Tolu? All right, I guess we need to take a break. Yeah. It's the hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs. Welcome back into the hideout at 106.7 WJFK. Up next, we have a segment where Hefe and Dubs decided to go over to Hefe's place and have turkey for dinner. This happened around Thanksgiving of last year. Uh, there was only one from Hefe who won't let anyone smoke in his apartment. 
and it degenerates into a disgusting bet that's thrown down. Let me listen. After the the hell that from you and Shafee about horrible and disgusting uh, El Jefe's personal hideout is, the, the apartment over spring, I cleaned the bathrooms. It, I'm the only family, and you're the only family now because of the divorce that we have in the city. And I couldn't go home for the Thanksgiving once, but it was a business. I invite him over to my place. And we didn't want it to be too Thanksgiving-y because we'd get all depressed. So we decided we're going to go the hot dog and hamburger route. Now, you said there was a problem. There is a problem, and you know there, there can't be that many problems when the Lions pull off a victory like that, boys, huh? Huh? All right. I'm going to assume the problem is the fact that your chick's a vegetarian, and we had, like, hamburgers and things like that. Was that? No, no, that wasn't a problem at all. You uh, you bought some veggie burgers for her. I mean, we all had a lot of good food to eat, and that was fine. Speaking of the vegetarian thing, I, I saw this, and I don't know if you've seen this sideshow or anybody else out there. The only thing I really took notice of the story, which was on the AOL for Broadband, was a million DJ, a Lansing Michigan DJ. Who? I, Mary Turner, she worked at VIC, one of the sister stations. While we were there? No, she was already. She's She's been in since they fired us long ago. Uh, we got to remember we were fired more than a year ago now. Yeah. But, the turnover rate over there is great. Would, would your chick drink the turkey and gravy soda? Does it actually contain any turkey? Um, from what? Probably, probably does have a turkey flavoring brought from turkey, so probably. They say it's got a murky brown color. Um, it's got a, like a sweet caramel and lard taste, and then it's kind of all downhill from there. Turkey and gravy sodas available like in Seattle, and I guess you can find them on eBay too. Yeah, you can probably buy them online too. That's got to be disgusting, um, man. A soda with, but it's not technically. I don't think. I don't think it actually has the turkey and gravy in it. So yeah, if it, she'd have to look at the ingredients first, and if it had any turkey at all. She wouldn't drink it, but I'm sure she'd try it if it. I hate vegetarians. I know. Uh, I know. I hate it for a little. I did it for a little while. Oh, Sideshow's a vegetarian. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Would you try this if it had no turkey in it? I don't think so. It, no turkey at all in it. Would you try it? I don't think I would. Even just take a sip, just out of curiosity. Maybe for a 24 pack. What? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. By the way, I've got your beer. I've got your beer for the pizza roll roulette that we did last week. So, okay, cool. It wasn't the vegetarian thing that she had a problem with. No, no. What was the problem? The problem was, and I'm not bitching at you because I respect you and I respect your place, and I've wanted to get into this for a while, but we've never had a avenue to get at it. I couldn't smoke in your apartment. Of course and, you couldn't. And, I can't, I, I, and in Montgomery County, I can't smoke anywhere anyway. Well, because smokers are selfish, and the last thing that I'm going to allow you to do, as much as I love you and your chick, is have you come over to my place and stink up my apartment with no, your I, goddamn cigarettes, smoke. I have total respect for you, but I, I just wish you'd come over to our place, and then we, we'd smoke all we can. You know? Why? Why smoke if we got them? Going to your place. I got a bunch of them, too. We'll be smoking all day long, baby. Going to your place is like going to a goddamn bar. I leave. I smell like you smoke. Not. I have a tough time smoking. In fact, let me do this. I applaud Montgomery County for I, a couple months ago, I suppose, enacting the smoking ban because now I can go to an establishment without having my hair smell, without having my clothes smell, without getting cancer. Let me applaud Montgomery County for trampling on the Americans' rights. <laughs> what are you talking about? Trampling on them because I can't go into a place 
because I I act a certain way. I do a certain thing that doesn't hurt anybody else. Uh, how selfish are you? Right, let me attack you on two fronts. First of all, you are hurting other how? people. How? Your cigarette smoke, your secondhand cigarette smoke, oh. causes cancer. No, it doesn't. Never has caused cancer. Secondhand smoke has never caused cancer. I want to see one study. One study saying that it caused cancer. I want to see a name and a date why of a person. Why, why would you have to have a name and a date of because a person? Because there's all these websites... There's all these websites to talk about people getting sec uh, cancer from secondhand smoke, but there's never been one isolated case of someone getting cancer from secondhand smoke that has never touched a cigarette. Well, it, it could still make you sick. Let's not let's not act like it doesn't make, make you, you sick. sick. If you're not a smoker and you walk into a small closed room where you walk in and you're inhaling all of this smoke, it's like sitting in a garage with a car open. I have no problem. I have no problem having a smoking area for smokers where they can go away from the, the non-smokers and smoke their cigarette, have it well ventilated so it doesn't get to your uh, precious little non-smoking shirts. It's stupid because I tell you, it's the exact same thing as if we were all going to the swimming pool. And we're going to have this one little section where everybody can go number one in the pool. Eventually, the number one is going to get all over the pool and affect everybody else. Because there's no way for the number one to escape in the pool. That's why. But if there's ventilation systems for the smoke to escape, it's not hurting anybody. And there's no reason for me to go outside. Look, dude, it, 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 it breaks down to this specific thing. Smokers are some of the most selfish, annoying people on the planet. You feel, you feel like you can sit there and inhale and kill yourself the seven minutes or whatever that each cigarette takes off of your life and that you can blow out that smoke, which magically, I guess, doesn't affect anybody else. It doesn't. How, has it ever killed anybody? No. Never. Look, some love lie. I'm going to go on Google. Let me see if I can... Uh, go Google it up. Google it up. Google on the AOL for broadband. Have fun. See if I can... Knock yourself out. You're not going to find anything. Secondhand smoke. And you're going to find a bunch of uh, a bunch of hypochondriacs like yourself saying it does kill people. But it, they, they won't add. A, they won't tag a name under that. Look at this. Sec look, it took me two seconds googling with the AOL for broadband to find some another hypochondriac like yourself. Okay. Why should you worry about secondhand smoke? Secondhand smoke causes three thousand deaths each year from lung cancer and I've... people who don't smoke. It's what right there in front of you. Where is a name? Smokehelp.org. Where is a name? What is secondhand smoke? Where is a name? Secondhand smoke is smoke breathed out by smokers and the smoke from the burning in the cigarette or cigar pipe. I haven't seen a name yet. Why do you have to have a specific name? Because I Why? need to see a case. I need to see. Give me a tribute site of someone dying from secondhand smoke. Give me someone who's, uh, who mom, whose mom put it up because her kid died of secondhand smoke. Let's get Dr. Ron back on this. Could you at least agree that smokers are selfish? No. You, you're selfish. You want a whole establishment to yourself to have your queer little games in. <laughs> queer little games? What queer little games are you talking about? The queer little games you non-smokers play. Like what? Give me an example of a queer little game that we play. Chinese checkers. you <laughs> <laughs> smokers. We don't play that. I'm sure we don't do. play that. No, because you're outside killing yourselves. Or you're in another room killing yourselves. We're away from you. Why do you care? Because when I go to a bar, I hate going to bars now. Why? I hate going to bars because every time I go to a bar, I leave stinking and my throat hurts. And on top of that, it, I have a tough time breathing. So you're saying, some, you're saying someone with really bad body odor shouldn't be able to go to a bar around you because you might catch on to their body odor and get a little, uh, 
a little stinky on you. Well, if their body odor causes cancer, like apparently secondhand smoke does, yeah. But body odor doesn't cause cancer. Secondhand smoke does. Why don't Why don't they allow babies into 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 bars? Because it, people are drinking and being obnoxious. They no. No, it's not because of smoking. Right, if you had a baby, if you had a baby, would you take it to a bar, a smoke-filled bar? Not because of the smoke. That's not the reason I wouldn't take what, it. It's the goddamn question. No, I wouldn't take it to a bar, period. A smoke-filled bar. A non-smoke-filled bar? No, either. When you have your, when you have your, when you have your kid, when, you, when, you, when Mrs. W gets knocked up, be it by you or someone else... <laughs> Now you gotta just go evil on me. Now you gotta just get mean. Are you gonna allow her to smoke? I'm gonna allow her to smoke. You know what? It's her own choice. She can smoke all she likes. <laughs> what? I'll give her a pipe. Are you kidding? Now you're kidding. I'm just joking. But yeah, that, you and that, that little retard when, dub. When there is a baby, baby inside, dub. I'm not saying smoking doesn't cause cancer. I'm saying secondhand smoke doesn't cause cancer. But when the baby's inside someone, that's just like the baby smoking. So that's a different thing. But Charlie, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I can give him a name, dude. Give it. This is my neighbor. He died at age 45. He was a football coach at a college, and they would always have meetings in smoke-filled rooms, and he never smoked in his life, and he ended up dying of lung cancer. And you know he never smoked in his life. I know one. he never smoked in his life. And you know what? Follow them around. Listen to Dobbs. It's like the stewardesses, because they're no longer allowed to smoke on planes because the stewardesses were getting sick and getting a, a high rate of cancer. It's like the waitresses. Do you want to name the Google on uh, the Internet? No, I don't even want the name. I, I tell you what, uh, give it to, I'm going to put you back on hold. Give it to our producer, our producer, because right. I don't want to give the name out, all right? That's fine. Hold on, buddy. There it is. It's one. It's one. It's not, you wanted one. I, Come on, say whatever they want. I want to see it. I want to see concede. the test. Will you concede? What? Will you concede? Concede? The the, the the little debate that we're having here. Will you give? Will you give in? No. Like, like I, are you going to be like Iraq and be stubborn when no. you know you've lost, but you're going to no. keep grasping on for nothing? They haven't lost yet. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. I'm <laughs> 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 defending Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. Uh, I want to weigh in on the smoking thing here. Okay. Um, and I'm going to kind of split the issue. Uh, first of all, I'm a smoker, so i got to qualify that. Um, I do think that, first of all, I think it's kind of ridiculous to say that secondhand smoke is, and at the very least, really annoying to non-smokers. And yes. you? And it, I agree. I will agree with that, and, and, and probably harmful to the health uh -huh. now. Here's the issue that I think if you're going to talk about the rights of people, here's the rights that I think are being trampled on by the Montgomery County ban, and it's the rights of business owners to operate an establishment that caters to smokers. They don't have that right anymore. In other words, they can't even have a, a restaurant. Defend that, Hefe. You know what? I can't defend that. And you know what, uh, Matt? That's a very valid point. That's a great point, bro. Because And when it comes down to it, I believe the business owners on some level should have the right to say we're going to have smokers. I'm going to agree with that. But my whole point is the fat Matt. Matt, Matt I'm, I'm yeah. glad you're on my side. I'm glad to have uh, when, the, when the gauntlet gets dropped. 
You're on my side. I'm okay. glad to know you didn't even know who his name is. Matt, I also want to say... I'm glad to know you have it right in front of you. You wouldn't know it either. Matt, I also, <laughs> want, I also want to say, too, that you know that it's annoying, this, this cigarette smoke. I never said it wasn't annoying, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to go away from you, you non-smokers and smoke my cigarette, but now I can't even do that without going outside. Dude, don't you, Matt, don't you think this is selfish, though? Don't you know, as a cigarette smoker, you're a selfish guy? To me? Yeah, you. No, I don't. I don't think that I am simply because I don't smoke around non-smokers. Well, now you're one of the few good ones. I don't smoke around you either. Whatever. I don't you're around. a liar. I don't even want to. I don't want to talk to you. Joe, Joe, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how you doing? What up, brother? Definitely want to say Matt's 100% right, but I have a couple more points to add into it. Um, you guys say that say that you can't get into a bar that's that that doesn't have. Uh, Smoking. I mean, only 30% of the restaurants in Montgomery County had smoking at the time they enacted the ban on uh, smoking in Montgomery County. And a year before that, or two years before that, they had all these restaurants build separate sections of their restaurant, pay tens of tens of thousands of dollars putting in these smoke filters to get the smoke out of the restaurant. And it wasn't working. Later, it wasn't working. I'm sure that's the reason why they took it to the next level. No, no, they didn't give it a chance. They, they just yeah, uh, they, now there's more non-smokers getting on the board and more happy contracts, just like yourself, getting on the board saying, "Uh-oh, these uh, waitresses, they don't want to make any money because now they have half the people coming in." Uh, what? Not making any money. I got friends all over the county who aren't making any money right now and and can't afford Christmas presents for their family because they don't have exactly. Uh, Money. Oh, come on. You can't take this to the Christmas well, I want, level. I want you to go to more bars now and tip higher because these people are missing out on the wages that they once had. You know what? Tip I'd higher. Love, I'd love to. I'm going to go and say thank you for not smoking. Thank you for making this a smoking establishment. I want you to go to every bar in Montgomery County and drop 100 bucks in there. Yeah, like I have 100 bucks. Then, then you shouldn't support it. What are you talking about? I like to if go you, to If you aren't, aren't going to support the people that you're hurting, then you shouldn't I'm not afford hurt. it. Oh, so you blowing smoke in my face isn't hurting me when I, I never, go out. I never blow I've one. I've never taken one breath in your face. I've never ashed my cigarette on your shoulder. There's no problems. Barry, welcome into the hideout. There's so many excellent points being made. <laughs> um, I am a smoker, and I, I kind of agree with the fact that with the point that some smokers may tend to be selfish. I do not smoke around non-smokers. I never have, and I never will. Oh, and it's so funny how nobody's ever smoked around non-smokers. You know what? Though. In my own car, I'll be driving with someone else, and I will courteously ask to uh, to. Do you mind if I smoke? I don't smoke in my car. I don't allow anyone to smoke in my car because I do agree it stinks. And it smells bad. And, yeah, in a poorly ventilated area, it will get in your eyes. It'll burn, yada, yada, yada. But here's the thing. Non-smokers, if we smokers are selfish, then non-smokers are the ones who always end up getting their way. So I don't understand what what exactly the argument is. But don't you understand that we don't want your smoke? I I don't want a drunk driver leaving a bar and killing my kids. Yeah, it don't stop that. I'll agree with that, but now we're comparing apples to oranges. I want to. I want to specifically. It's not apples to oranges. It's apples. To, it's oranges to tangerines. It's many, almost the same how many, thing. How many secondhand <laughs> smoke deaths uh, are there a year compared to drunk driving deaths? Again, this is apples to oranges. I'm talking about people being selfish within their smoking. We could talk about drunk driving forever. All right. Say apples to oranges one more time. We got to punch you in your head. And look at this. I got somebody on the AOL for broadband. Uh, hoodie shirt says, how about smokers getting 10 extra breaks at work because they're addicted to a drug? Dubs. 
who, who refuses to not only get his work done, but drags me outside. I don't drag again, you. A selfish act so he can smoke I, outside. I ask you if you want to come with me. And you say yes. Right, I'm willing to do this. And if I don't ask you, you get mad. I'm willing to do this. I say, oh, if over 50% of the next call, I'm so, I'm so solid in my argument and knowing that smokers are selfish and knowing that secondhand smoke is dangerous, I know that more than 50% of the next callers will agree with me. And I'm willing to put it on the line. We'll agree with you on what? That the smoking ban is correct? That it should happen? That the smoking ban is correct in Montgomery County and that they've taken positive steps. I'm willing to do this. We were talking about this, to this turkey soda earlier. I think Bateman brought in some leftovers from Thanksgiving. We can grab, we can grab the blender from upstairs. I know you've got a soda right here in front of you. We will make our own turkey soda. And if more than 50% of the people agree with me that the Montgomery ban is correct, then you have to drink the turkey soda. You have to and, down it. And if All 12 ounces. And if you are uh, incorrect in your assumption? Of then I'll down it. Okay. I'll down it. I am that confident that what Montgomery County has done is correct. You don't have to give a long speech. All I want to know is whether or not Montgomery County was correct in defending the rights of non-smokers to live. To not, live not and to, breathe free oh, air, what I'll, George I'll, Washington <laughs> fought for here in Washington D.C. While, while we while we bore while we poured the the tea out in Boston, <laughs> so that we could all breathe free air. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. We'll start with Dr. Ron. Usually one man, one call. But Dr. Ron, uh, tell me the effects of secondhand smoke. And then also say whether or not we're correct. First, let me tell you, Jay Dodds is a bald-faced liar. I used to sit next to him at B Dodds, and he would blow smoke in my face incessantly. At a bar in Michigan, that is true, Jay Dubs. That's not true. I've not, I've, I've sat next to you once in B Dubs. Absolutely, it didn't matter. Next time, I'm burning your forehead with this. In my face. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you about the effects of secondhand smoke. There are lung cancer from that. I actually took care of a husband and wife. The wife never smoked. I guarantee you, she smoked. And they both died of cancer. Thank but you. More importantly, the reason that asthma has increased tenfold in the past 50 years is because women smoking in the house. In the old days, when only the men smoked, kids didn't have asthma nearly as much. Look at look at asthma is a, is just kids' minds playing tricks on them. See, I right. would you agree with the with the smoking ban? Yes or no? I, I, I do. However, I do think Matt brought up a good point in that there should be some businesses that are allowed to cater to smokers. So it, yes it should be no. selected. Yes. But, but the answer overall is yes. Thank you, Dr. Ron. And go to Boston and you'll figure out why. Uh, where, where we fought for our rights for sure. Yes. I appreciate that, Dr. Ron. We're going to run through these, through these real quick. More than 50%. In favor of the ban, Dubs is drinking the turkey soda mix that we're going to make, the leftover Thanksgiving leftover mix. Right, now I want, I want concrete yes or no. I don't want these half-assed yes, but no. All right, Steve, what do you think? Uh, quick, Just a quick analogy. I, I own a business in Virginia. I have the right to refuse service to anybody as a business owner. <laughs> that, is my, that is my right as a business owner to, to do that. Mm -hmm. I think I am a smoker. I do my darndest not to smoke in the lobby of my business where customers come in because I know it does affect some people. Thank you. I think bars in particularly, I think, need to be uh, uh, kind of grandfathered in this ban 
due to the fact that a, a lot of people smoke. They're smoking, they're smoking and drinking. Where do you come down on the band, though? Yes or no? J Dubs no, or me? I, I, I think the band needs to have some, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Provisions for bars? to it. Okay, so, so yes, yes or no as it stands now in Montgomery County? Though. As it stands no. now? No. No. God damn it. All right, thanks for the call, bro. Thanks, guys. Uh, okay, that, that makes it easier. As the band stands now, yes As or no? the band stands now. Remember, your right to breathe free air. Your right free to, not, air. to not act like you're in a garage smucky, uh, sucking in the fumes. Then don't go to the places where people are smoking. Bob, it. real quick. Yes go or no? Go to PGI Friday. If it's legal to smoke, you ought to be able to smoke wherever you damn well please. I don't smoke, but I think people ought to have their rights and they ought to, ought to be stomped on. Damn right. Be off the boat. Because we wanted to do some stuff, like not pay taxes, and that's a, that's where that's where it stands. I, ladies and gentlemen of Washington D.C., throw your cigarettes in the Potomac. Take a stand. We want to breathe free air. What's this, this is free air? You're a smoke. You're an air Nazi. That's what you are. Bo, welcome into the hideout. Yes or no on the issue? Come on. You got me on. Yes. Look, have. Get off your soapbox, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. Come on, look, J Dubs is right. You know, you can't you can't say around, say that we're selfish because we want to smoke, and you guys aren't selfish because you want to put us in the cold. Yeah, you guys aren't selfish because you guys want us to stop doing something. You're doing an extracurricular activity that makes you go outside. How is that selfish okay. on my part? Yeah. Do you realize? Hold on, let's let's, let's wait, 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 wait. Like uh, eating steak makes a, gets you uh, cardiac disease after a while or something. Why don't you go outside and eat your steak? That's not affecting you, dumbass. Uh, or it, what if you have a bunch of vegetarians around you and they don't like to see you eating steak? It's not. Why don't a... you go outside and eat your steak? Jackass. It's eat not your a... steak outside. Eat it outside. Eat that steak outside. Yes, yes. Mark another one for me. Yes or no on that, Bo? No, no. no. <laughs> Thank you. No. Let me make this point real quick for all you dummies. Outside. All you dummies listening. Let me make this point. Realize that as non-smokers, we're not doing anything to harm you. Are we? We're making you go outside so that we don't get harmed. Realize what if we that. Get sick? Realize that as you're getting sick because you're getting emphysema from sucking down the cancer sticks. Realize that as smokers. You are doing something to affect the health of others. As non-smokers, we're not. And then you insisting that you do it inherently makes you selfish. You dumbass sons of bitches. What? Mike, welcome into the hideout. Or Matt. Matt, welcome into the hideout. I can't, I can't talk in when you are talking, but if I'm talking, you can talk all over me. I don't like that. Matt, yeah, I'm all for this band. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. California band okay. in the early 90s. Didn't affect business at all. No, People got not. over it. Exactly. A, you know, you can go out to the bar, you don't stink the next day. Thank you. And you don't have to, it's like me. I, you don't I, stink because you don't have a hot chick rubbing up against you. Uh, the one that smells like the pad from your mother. I'm sure that brings back memories of your mama, cigarettes and nasty pad smell. Oh, mama. Oh, mama dubs. Oh, how I miss you, mama dubs. You love how he gets mean on this because he can't prove an actual point? Mike, welcome into the hideout. Is it me? Yes. Uh, it's Rob. Anyway, uh, look, you bleeding heart. Uh, you know when you go to a bar, there's going to be smokers. Yeah, so not anymore in Montgomery County. You're an adult. You choose to go to these places and inflict a secondhand smoke on yourself. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You, as a non-smoker, should not go to these places where the evil demon secondhand smoke will be. So you choose to be infected by this secondhand smoke. <laughs> right, let me, I agree with that. I'm going to say you're a no, and let me say this. You guys are fresh air terrorists.
fresh air terrorist. I love how you throw that word around. Fresh air terrorist. I love how I'm inflicting danger upon myself by going to somewhere where the fresh air terrorists are, are committing all these heinous acts against humanity. Your weapons of mass destruction. Why do you, why do you go to those places then? Why do you go to these places? So I'm not going to be able to go anywhere. No. Not if you don't like the, the, the activities that are going on in that place. Real, why do you go? Realize that you could still go. You not, ask, why are you giving me that bring it down sign? Because I can't get over you unless I yell like this. I am having a civilized conversation. No, you are, you're, Mr. It, Mr. Free Air Terrorist. And it's it's just like you as a conservative to yell and beat your chest. And <laughs> I'm a conservative now. I'm sorry, Mr. Rush Hannity, uh, talking about only your rights and your rights only. You sons of bitches. Right now I'm we're... I'm conservative now. Amazingly, the dumbass hideout listeners are 42 in favor of dubs. Again, this is me drinking the soda, the, the turkey soda thing. Keep on going. We're just going to brush through these. These are the last six callers. Can I, can I win if these all six are from me? Yeah. Yes. All right. I can. Now we'll just go with you on line one. Line one, welcome into the hideout. Uh, I believe your name is Alicia. Welcome, Alicia. Uh, thank you. Um, just calling in on the smoking issue. I'm a smoker myself, but um, I, I would have to say I agree with the ban. Yes. Um, As it is. Because I have a lot of nieces and nephews who always complain, and I... I understand it affects other people. You know, we choose to smoke, but this is something that is harmful to others. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. <laughs> Wait a second. Alicia yeah. is making very valid points. <laughs> she is concerned about her family. I bet you're, I bet you're <laughs> and smells like my mom. Okay, stop it. <laughs> what are you doing, Dubs? God, Alicia. No, I, I agree with the band. And, and, and come on, as a smoker, you know it's harmful. And you got to agree with okay. me that you're a whore. <laughs> you know it's harmful, though. Thank you, Alicia. See, that's a woman thinking about other people. It's just, oh, I get all oh, Okay, now, now you're going to start talking about Mother World. Now you're Mother World and your free air. Join me. Uh, I ask you to, den to denounce the air fresh, air fresh terrorism I, I, and throw your cigarettes into the Potomac. I ask, make you, a stand. I ask you to make this a-hole drink this turkey stuff. Robert, welcome into the hideout. What's your vote on this ban? Montgomery County is wrong. All right, next caller. Thank you so much for your phone call. Terrorist. Matt, welcome into the hideout. Or Mary, or who is this? This is Mary. Hey, Mary, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think it. I think it's a stupid. When you guys go to your sporting events, you guys drink your beers, you get drunk, you get into a car, and you kill people. What the hell's the difference? <laughs> so, no. Yes or no? There's a big difference. Yes or no? I, I don't know where you're going with this, but yes or no? I think she. No, no, I think Montgomery County is wrong. You guys are talking about drinking in a bar, okay? And you're smoking. smoking. Thank you, Mary. See, your, your voice makes me want to burn holes in my cheeks with my cigarette. See, these are the idiots that are agreeing with J Dubs. They're confusing That's the one idiot. Apples to oranges. <laughs> oranges to tangerines. <laughs> only three more calls. Oranges uh, to grapefruits. Jason, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, I just uh, I'm against it, and I just think smokers, you know, we're doing our part in thinning the herd, you know. Exactly. So that's the way. You, again, air fresh terrorists. Just keep on going. Air that, terrorists. With, fresh air terrorists. That's what it is. Fresh air terrorists. I got to remember my little catchphrases that I give. Why? Because they're so stupid. Charlie Ann, welcome to the hideout. No, because they're so correct. Charlie Ann. So amazingly creative. No. Thank you, ma'am. Go ahead, please. Okay, I have a. Um, I'm going to vote for the ban, but I also have another terrible thing that secondhand smokers do to us. Okay. 
and that is I am returning from my Thanksgiving week in North Carolina, driving a rental car down that reeked of cigarette smoke so badly that when change I changed cars, they let you change cars. Will you stop? Will you let this woman talk? My eyes were red. I had a sore throat. Then I stayed in a hotel room that reeked of cigarette smoke. <laughs> so every morning I would go over to my family and I would be red-eyed and sore throat. Now I've got another rental car coming back that reeks. I'm in an ashtray. This is, this is what I'm saying, Charlie Ann. I'm being totally affected and I am for the band. And you know why? And then let me say this about Charlie Ann's point. You Buy a car. You fresh air terrorists are affecting the economy. Buy your You're own affecting car. the economy in car rentals and in hotels. Fresh air terrorists affecting the economy. Uh, economy. I don't understand if you're an American how you can disagree with me. Because then you're just limiting the rights, so you feel more, you feel better about yourself. I don't know if they have government classes because... in Fowlerville. Okay, they probably didn't. But there's one basic thing about rights. Your rights end where my face begins, and that includes okay, your fist. Why, why don't you cigarette smoke? Why don't you highlight that on the Bill of Rights? I'm sure that, that was put just that way. That's what W says. Okay. And I agree with W. I'm against the fresh air terrorists. Okay, let's uh, let's down abortion too. Well, give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to abort the a-hole right out of you. <laughs> let's let the fetuses smoke. John, welcome into the hideout. You there, John? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bro? I'm a non-smoker, retired bar manager, frequent bar customer. I would love to sit in a bar that has no smokers in it. Thank you. Same time. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Same time. It's not the government's place. Tell a business owner what he can and can't allow. If it's legal, he can't tell the business owner you can't do it in your, in your place. But shouldn't the government be defending us from fresh air terrorists? You don't have the right not to go into a bar. <laughs> that is true. All right. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to mark that one down for me. No. Thank you, John. Get that off there. <laughs> you aren't keeping score anymore. <laughs> it's like two. It's like two children. Having a debate with thousands and thousands of people. Keep on going. How many more calls do you want to take? Leah, welcome into the hideout. I've already won, clearly. Okay, my vote is very clear for yes. And this mountain man who just called, that's what the government is for, to regulate things. Regulate. And Thank you. Okay, let's, let's, we'll go to Nazi Germany, you hooker. From what I can tell you, love women. I right. do. I love them. Okay. Look you don't want your woman steps. coming from the club with her hair stinking like smoke. That's her demand. She's all nasty and stinky. Oh, mama does. You want, you want freshness. <laughs> he doesn't like freshness. I want to powerbomb you in the middle of Main Street. Will you stop? Why are you being so angry for? Because these people are ignorant. Right now it's tied. It's not tied. It's far from tied. <laughs> Welcome into the hideout. Shut up. Welcome into the hideout. Hello. Oh, somebody dropped. Last two calls. Welcome into the hideout. Hello? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, uh, my name is John, and I think that, um, you know, that it is wrong for, you know, for you to think that you shouldn't be able to, you should be able to smoke in Montgomery County when other people are affected. I think you should be pimp-slapped. Thank but... you. Pimp-slapped J-dubs. It is now officially tied. No, it isn't. It is tied. I'm one ahead still. I'm two ahead. Side I'm two ahead still. Because you've been marking those wrong. I've seen you mark them wrong. I'm two ahead still. You can't win. How are we supposed to know? Because sideshow's been taking. All right. How about this? We'll go on the very next caller. 
No. <laughs> the very next you color. Have, you oh. have the thing in front of you. You know what they're going to say. I don't. You can look at it. I have no idea what line five is going to say. That is yes or no for who's going to drink the turkey soda. No. Welcome into the hideout. I'm winning. Okay. Are you there? Yeah, talking to me? Yeah, what do you think? I'm for the ban. Yes! No, I never agreed to that. I'm still ahead. Thank you. Uh-huh. And there it is. No, Jacobs. I'm not drinking it. I'm still ahead and I'm not drinking it. You are losing and you're trying to figure out some half-assed way to win it. Has anybody else at home been keeping score? Who, again, is being selfish, the smoker or the non-smoker? You are because you're changing the rules in the middle of a game. Fresh air terrorists. Welcome into the hideout. What's up? What up? Nah, I just wanted to uh, go with Dubs just because I like him. Thank you. Just because I like him. Yeah. That that doesn't count. No, he has no, nothing. Yes, that that counts. Nothing, Mark it down. Nothing. Every power matters. You you're now you're trying to limit people's right to vote. What, that's different from W. Welcome to the hideout. Why yeah, why were you going to let him vote? Because he's black. Is that where you're going with this now? <laughs> just like W. Welcome to the hideout. <laughs> Man, it's, it's just taking our rights away. Exactly. As, non, as non-smokers, thank you. No. <laughs> All right, fine, I lost. Fine. I will drink the turkey gravy soda. I'm not going to do it now, though. All right, I'll let you wait. I'm going to do it at the end of the show because it will probably make me sick. Again, a concoction of cranberries and soda and turkey. All based on this turkey soda that they've got. From Jones Soda. It's not the actual Jones soda. We're going to actually make our own in a blender. I can't believe that. And El Jefe is going to drink it because he lost. Because he's a big loser. I can't believe. Loser? You would let the terrorists win. Loser. The fresh air terrorists. <laughs> Every time you. I want, you, I want to say this. From now on, I want to start the movement. You know what? Along with throwing the cigarettes in the Potomac. Hey, to hell with uh, Cameron and his rules. You're not going to smoke in here. I'm going to punch you in the chest if you smoke. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Come here. No! I'm going to punch you. Blow it. You know what? Blow it. I respect you, so I'll go outside. We well, already this. got it lit up in here. Cameron, do you hear that? Do you hear that, Cameron? Dubs is smoking in the studio. If Geronimo can't do it in here, what makes you think you can? You know why? Because you're Because it's Saturday night no one's listening. Because you're selfish. <laughs> We're taking a break. We're coming back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. During the first hour, Dubs and I got into a, an argument about the ban in Maryland over smoking. And I said if over 50% of the callers agreed with me... That the ban was good. That the, that the ban was good, and Dubs obviously taking the opposite view, that whoever got the 50% uh, agreeing with them won. So the loser, and I don't know if you've seen this, there's this, like, turkey and gravy soda that's out there. And they're selling it mostly. It's like Thanksgiving themed, and they only have like 6,000 yeah. bottles of it, but they sell it. It's Jones Soda, and they always do like the crazy combos and everything, but this is a little extreme. So there was a turkey and gravy soda. And I, honestly believing that the rest of America, and Washington, D.C. especially, was against fresh air terrorists, would be on my part. I lost by one vote. By one vote. So here I am now to pay up. You lost by one vote while you were still stuffing the ballot. Here's what I'm going to do. I would grab the blender from upstairs. Bateman brought in his uh, leftovers from Thanksgiving holiday. I am going to down. Do I have to down? Do I have to drink? Can I just do six ounces? No, you have to do the whole thing. We did twelve. We said 12 ounces. 
All right, so we're going to soda. We got Pepsi. We got cranberries. And we got turkey that I'm all going to pour in this blender, Dubs. All right. 12 ounces. Jesus Christ. How do I always end up on the bad side of because this? Because you're rational. You knew you were going to lose this. I think the, I honestly think the hideout listeners just enjoy hearing me, like, suffer. Yeah, because you're irrational. Irrational. Whatever. See, listen to this. They don't, they don't mind poor grammar. Radio terrorists don't believe in grammar and don't believe in America. That's what I say. See, that's another thing that's going to keep you from uh, winning any of these in the future. You know, I've lost everything thanks to the callers. The callers are never on my side. Then what does that tell you? Here's the turkey that's been sitting out for three hours since the beginning of the show. Now in there with the Pepsi. And who buys this stuff, this, this turkey and gravy soda? Who's stupid enough to purchase this? It's I, 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 would, I would purchase it just to try it once. But I wouldn't try my own concoction of it. God, no. Oh, I hate cranberries, too. And this is like full berries. I'm not putting the whole thing in. I'm just going to put a little... Oh, this is so disgusting. This is what I imagine your mom's tampon looking like, though. It's not, it's not a far cry. <laughs> Get out! Scoop it out with your fingers, Dubs. Just like you used to with your mom. <laughs> I'm making the concoction now. Oh, Mommy. Oh, Mommy. <laughs> That's good. That's enough. Stop it already. Stop it. It looks like the first oh, one. Oh, Mommy. <laughs> he pulls out a... Re oh, this is so sick. So here we have 12 ounces of Pepsi, some cranberries... And turkey. Making our own turkey lard concoction. Ah, so there you hear the blender in the back and you know it's real. Let's turn up the lights for this. All right. I'm not drinking this whole thing. There's no way I can. This <laughs> looks actually kind of delicious. It looks uh, like a smoothie. It does. It looks very good. <laughs> it looks like strawberries. Now, you know, the, the cranberries and the soda probably wouldn't taste that bad. But it's the turkey that throws the whole concoction off. Oh, and that's disgusting. <laughs> Let me smell it. <laughs> the smell is horrible. <laughs> I'm not drinking the whole oh, thing. Let, him take a, let everybody take a whiff. <laughs> Again, I'm reminiscing to Dubs' mom. Oh, it's so dirty. Oh. Right, I'm, not, I'm not drinking the whole thing. You have to you have to take at least a very very big gulp. All right, get the trash can. Get the trash can. Over here. <laughs> this is so dirty. All right, you ready for this? Again, this is because my listeners couldn't back me up on the smoking ban being a bad a good idea. Again, it proves that they aren't your listeners. They are Dubs' <laughs> listeners. Here we go. Oh my God! I can't even. Just do it. Don't smell it. Don't smell it. <laughs> Wait, you, that's not even. Oh a my trick. god! Oh my! I'm not kidding! I'm not kidding! It sucks. This yeah. Oh swallow? my god! Wait, you 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 just, barely took just it being in my mouth. You have to swallow some. You have to swallow a little bit. You have to swallow a bit. Just swallow a little. <laughs> now is bending over the, 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 the trash can. Oh, you son of bitches! <laughs> All right, I think that does it for us. Hefe is out.
It's on the face side hour, 106.7 WJFK. We out, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm so disgusted. Oh, my He's a virgin.
this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Red Smooth. Watch the Redskin. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Like that.